0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Welcome to the Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Like we've been telling you the last couple weeks, we're going to have athletes and uh, other figures in sports from all walks of life on the show. And some that might surprise you, like tonight's guest. Uh, we've got pro skateboarder Beaver Fleming on the show. Yeah, yeah, let that name sink in. Imagine going by the first name of Beaver, I and mean, that's a confident dude right there. You know what I'm saying? If you're that confident as a man in your name that you're you feel comfortable just going out into the world as Beaver, uh you can't you can't go wrong in this life. you really can't. you can accomplish anything at that point. Um, but we got to sit down with him in Las Vegas and, uh, kind of chat about his life and the sport of skateboarding and kind of go, go into how hard it is and how difficult it is to make money in. And I, this guy is special simply for the fact of, I I don't think I've ever met a more positive human being, uh, than this, this, this young man you're about to, uh, listen to tonight. And he's, I think 23 or 24 years old and shit, that guy's got it all figured out life-wise. Um, great guy and it was it was a really fun show that that jared and i got to do with him and right now we got some sponsors uh starting starting on next week's show uh it kicks in our sports gambling sites uh mybookie.com kicks in and we're going to be doing live bets all throughout the fall and the winter time you're going to be able to bet on uh things in our life You're going to be able to get in on all these weird bets we always talk about in the show. Those are going to be public. And then you can bet on everything sports. Gambling is now, sports gambling is now legal in all 50 states. So we're going to be uh, setting up a homepage specifically for the Drinking Bros. And we got a lot of cool shit happening, man. We're we're doing it big with this. And if you haven't joined Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook, do it. Uh, If you're in the Drinking Bros community already, just click on over to Drinking Bros Sports and sign up. We're doing two fantasy football teams um, this year, two leagues, Uh, one run by me and one run by my co-host, Dan. And uh, we're giving away some massive prizes, I think. I was able to pull off something spectacular and uh, and then you can gamble on the games against us and all that shit and we'll be doing a live draft on air where we actually call you guys and talk about the teams you chose there'll be 12 leagues in each uh 12 teams in each league and you'll be able to sign up and uh play against the big boys uh looking forward to that um so yeah next week on next week's show the the mybookie.com uh drinking bros uh league shit will we'll start in for uh for gambling online, super stoked about that. Uh, I always like to have a little a little skin in the game uh, when I'm doing this type of shit. It'll be it'll be a blast, and we've got huge guests lined up for for all the fall and winter. So we're super stoked about it. We'll also be coming to uh, a town near you, uh, going to some of the biggest games on the planet. So we'd love to get together in tailgates and Enrage with you guys. I know that our first event that Dan and I are scheduled to go to is the is Dallas, Texas. Um, that is September fifteenth and sixteenth. Um, we're going to the Ohio State TCU game, which is the night game there. And uh, I know what you're thinking, Ross, you went to Ohio State. Fuck off, dude. why why are you going to that game? Well, we're going cause it's Ohio State TCU, Bert Koontz went to TCU. And uh, we're going to have a a big, big wager on that game as well. It's on a neutral field, so it's anybody's game. And then the night afterwards, we're going to the uh, Dallas uh, Cowboys-New York Giants game. Uh, That is the Sunday night game. So the Ohio State game is the Saturday night game at 8 o'clock. The Cowboys-Giants game is the Sunday night game at 8 o'clock. And the reason why we're telling you now is if you live in the Dallas area and are holding a tailgate at either of those events— Uh, we'd like to come on down and meet you and party with you uh, for the day. So let us know uh, if you're in the Dallas area and specifically if you're going to the Ohio State TCU game on the 15th or the Dallas uh, Cowboys-Giants game on uh, Sunday the 16th. Um, We will see you there at the tailgates. Just hit us up on Drinking Bros Sports inside of Facebook and we'll see you there. Next up, we got uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. A little BRCC is needed uh for all of this stuff because we're gonna be doing a lot of traveling i'm gonna be doing some ground and pounds throwing a little bit of lead slingers and the coffee and uh my day started black rifle coffee is a premium roast to order coffee it's uh it's owned by a couple of our our, our, our beef fries uh evan matt and jared um again veteran owns uh best coffee on the planet and they ship it right to your doorstep Just sign up for the coffee club of the month program and uh and have that shit just shipped directly to your house on the same date of every single month big big fan of black rifle coffee the, the cool thing about this i'm on autopay with them and they still send you an email like three days before of like hey just a reminder would you like to keep going or cancel nobody does that shit they're just honest fucking great dudes and uh they're making some of the best coffee and apparel on the planet uh their new mugs are amazing at black rifle coffee as well. So check those out and uh, use the promo code SPORTS. We got a new promo code for a one time use of 20% off. Promo code SPORTS at blackriflecoffee.com for a one time use of 20% off. Last but not least, we're only doing a few sponsors for this show since, uh, since mybookie.com is buying it out. We're only kind of promoting our own shit. Um, is, is our book. It's my book. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. 1,500 copies away from the New York Times bestsellers. That's it, 1,500 copies. But we're 19 days out, Um, so you got to go and get it now. Pre-order it on uh, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com. Amazon.com is giving it to you on the day that it comes out. They're shipping it to your house, they said, which is fucking dope. And uh, we're only 1,500 copies away. Again, all of these pre-sales count towards opening week numbers to get on the bestsellers list. Uh, that's, that's pretty much the only way you can make it because after that week starts, uh, over, then you've got to start over with your numbers and it's hard to get all those pre-sale numbers back, but all the pre-sale numbers count for opening week. So please pre-order the book. It fucking helps. Uh, opening week as well. Uh, those numbers still count as well. So that, that helps, but, uh, we're under, we're under 20 days now. It's all hands on deck. Please go out and pre-order When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It, the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Funniest book's ever written. I'm not not fucking lying to you. I wouldn't waste your money or your fucking time. Uh, With that, let's get into the show, shall we? Live from Las Vegas, here is pro skateboarder Beaver Fleming.
1: Welcome to Drinking Bros. year. Oh, Who do we have here, Jared? Oh, uh, today, today's a good one. Today's a good one. We have professional skateboarder Beaver Fleming. Get the fuck out of here. Is that real? That's real. Is that
2: real? That's Beaver, real. are you here? Yeah, what is happening? How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. How I, are you guys?
1: If there was a way, though, to kind of... I. I I think that's an understatement. Like, there's a professional skateboarder, which a majority of them are just dirtbags that fucking skate street. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can say that. I grew up skateboarding. You did. <laughs> you did. Like,
0: he's a diehard OG day one homie skateboarder. You, it, This is like your fucking dream here.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, th- that's what I mean. Like... Just saying pro skateboarder, I think there's a different level there, because there's only about four people that can do what he, even come close to what he could do. In the world, right, Beaver?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we've had a few tricks that I've been the first to pull off and make happen, so it's been pretty fun journey, exploring new avenues in skating.
0: That's fucking dope. Let's start start with the basics, though. Okay. Beaver. Beaver. God-given name? Is that your government name, or is that...
2: Uh, that is not the God-given name, but that's the name that when I kind of started figuring out who I was, you know, becoming a a, just a typical kid, getting into trouble, stuff would happen. My dad was like, (laughs) like we would just little things like would happen, and it would be like the kid on Leave It to Beaver. Like everyone would do something, but I would do Ah. something. I was that kid, and so uh, just the name ended up sticking. And apparently, there was a story of one day I came home from school and was like. Dad, you gotta quit calling me Beaver because all this bad stuff keeps happening. I keep getting in trouble and yelled at at school. And then um, a week he stopped calling me it for a week, and I was like, "Why don't you call me Beaver anymore?" And then it stuck after that. So
0: that's really fucking funny. Yeah. I was going opposite route in my mind. You know that, right?
2: Yeah, everyone does. So it's. <laughs> I was funny, like, dude,
0: because I walked in, I'm like, "You're a decent looking dude." I'm like, "Man, I get I, that guy pulls a lot of ass," <laughs> and, and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, no wonder they That's call him Beaver. Like, I was like, dude, that that makes <laughs> makes total sense. No. Well, so did the teachers. So them.
2: they actually made my friends quit calling me Beaver because of that negative connotation that name has. No way, for real. So yeah, my friends would get in trouble and actually like sent to the office for calling me Beaver at school.
1: I ca- I can understand. Well, I grew now. up in Tennessee, so it's really I don't really, think you're allowed to you know, enforce that. Is that really a rule? No, no. They're so old school there. Yeah, it's more of a moral rule. You guys need to stop calling that kid his nickname. Yeah, that just sounds like. Like right. you're being an asshole to kids. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because when like when I was when I was a kid growing up, like in middle school, like everybody called me Labia, and um, you know I, <laughs> but I like I deserve that name. Like that's all I was about. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but it was a medical term, so I couldn't get in trouble because it was science. Yeah. You know, whereas yours is just a nickname for Beaver. You
2: yeah, know? just a nickname. So, but uh, it's stuck and it works well. So
0: that that's dope. Where in Tennessee did you grow up?
2: Uh, Knoxville.
0: Oh no shit! Yeah, dude, I went to Knoxville like two years ago for the first time, and I was surprised. I had to go there for uh, a book signing.
2: Oh, cool! And I
0: was just like, "What the fuck are you sending me to Knoxville for?" <laughs> um, and then I went there, and it was it was dope as shit. It's epic, dude, yeah. I it's had a really fucking cool. awesome weekend there. Yeah, I'm I, sure. Yeah. I was there for four days. It's Isn't beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, what, what's, uh, what was that like growing up in Knoxville?
2: Um, it was amazing. You know, it, it had that small teal, uh, small town vibe, but then, you know, college football, the Vols there are huge. So like we would get a lot of people. So it had that kind of aspect as well. We'd get some decent bands and stuff like that. We're not too far from Nashville. Um, but growing up, like as a skateboarder, basically I was told everywhere, like, you're never going to be able to make it happen. Like professional skateboarding. I was one of like four kids that actually skateboarded at my high school where I live in San Diego now. And. Everyone's skating to school, so it was like a whole different mindset there. Like I didn't play or I played traditional sports, but didn't really fit in. Like didn't feel like that was what I was here for. And so when I started skating, people would look at me. They had that negative side of it, and I really had a passion for it. And was like, all right, I'm gonna figure out how to make this happen. So it was kind of a little bit of a battle on that end, but I think it was cool, like being able to show it doesn't matter where you're from if you have a dream, follow it, work hard, and you'll make it happen. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: There was a few at my high school, and it was this. It was the same type of deal because I'm from Georgia. Okay. Yeah. it just wasn't that big, because, like, every, everybody from the magazines and all that shit mm-hmm. were usually from L.A. or California or Venice yeah. or whatever. And it was, like, we looked at, you know, it was a couple kids in my school that were like, oh, I want to be fucking pro skateboarders. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we're in Georgia, man. Like, yeah. it, you're not going to do this. It's a this. long shot. It is. Yeah, but even then, sure. like,
1: like back then to even now, like, it's, uh, it's probably one of the hardest to even make a living in. Because yes, it's oh yeah. just it's not a thriving sport so it doesn't have a ton of attention across the board mm-hmm. which means brands can't pay athletes good good money because the the industry just isn't there unless you're right. one of the top guys
2: yeah unless you're one of the top guys i mean but for that there's like 50,000 other kids trying to make it work you know that like i mean the life yeah. cycle
1: of of you know growing as a skateboarder i mean you're you're chasing first just a discount or flow or sponsorship from a brand that's gonna give you a set of wheels, you know, every six months or grip tape or something like that. Like it always starts like that. Like, oh I got a grip company to, to give me free grip tape. All right, there's that. Then Now I've got a hardware company to to give me hardware and trucks or whatever. And then finally once you get to that level where it's like okay can you start paying me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that money we were talking
0: about, that actual <laughs> money you were going to send, is that coming through like right. but still it's a
1: hard thing. Well, for- the crazy
2: thing is there's so many people skating now that it's like for most people they're like, "All right, what value do you actually have that we would want to pay you because we could get someone else that's just as good at skating and just give them product and they'd be happy with it." Yeah. You know, that's the that's the tough thing about it. And I guess it's like any job, it's like, you know, there's always someone else that's willing to do it for less or to do it for nothing.
0: It, it It is, and, like, I would say this, it, it, to to be fair, though, not just your profession, but, like, musicians, too, where it's, like, all right, great, how many people did you go to high school with that, you know, there was a few in your high school that were, like, I want to be a professional singer or yeah. guitar player or whatever. It's just rare in that field, too, man. It is, so, yeah. it's, like, same with movies, acting. Yeah. All that shit. So, like, I, you know, when I told people I was going to be an actor, they were, like, oh, cool, man, fuck off. Yeah. And until that first movie came out in theaters, <laughs> where they were, like, oh, shit, dude, you're on the fucking poster. Everybody would just kind of shit on it. And they were like, ah, fuck this guy. Like, it's not going to happen. So there's got to be an outlier in everything. And Mm. there's got to be people that want to succeed in that field that's very hard to succeed in. Otherwise... There is no guideline for everybody else to to go out and say, hey, man, I fucking did this. And I'm from Georgia. I'm from Knoxville. I'm from wherever. So, yeah, uh, it is possible, but it just takes takes a lot of work. And that's the coolest
2: thing. Like, I've met a lot of cool people from different bands and other stuff. You were mentioned musicians. And like that was the all common denominator to the like I've had friends in high school that had bands as well, you know, and like. The ones that made it and the ones that didn't, it's that simple. Really, they made it. Like, yeah. No matter what, it wasn't easy. It wasn't simple. Yeah. But it's that simple that they made that decision in their mind that they were going to make it happen. And success looks different for everybody. you know. And it's what is your definition of success? Everyone thinks and puts it onto either money or wealth or whatever you're getting. But realistically, it's what makes you sleep good at night that you feel fulfilled with what you're doing. Money
0: is mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> money is definitely my No. Because yeah. I, I, I'm one of those people, like, I, I love what I, I do and yeah. everything, and, like, I'm fortunate enough to make money at it. Right. But I look at friends of mine who tried and tried and
1: tried and tried and tried, and, tried
0: tried, and they didn't make any money, so they ended up having to do something else yeah. in life. And you're like, fuck, man, I wonder what could have, would have, should have, and all that
1: stuff. And, like, right. th- there's no answers to that. Well, you know? where yeah. did you start? what were you skating in Knoxville? Because it's not like there's a mega ramp in Knoxville.
2: No. So, like, once my parents actually found out, they didn't know much about skating at all, obviously. Um, so they once they saw I was passionate about it and had a hunger for it, they were like, okay, what can we do? So they would send me to Woodward every summer. And then also they put... Um, built an eight foot ramp in the backyard and they didn't know anything about it. So they were like, all right, we're going to hire these guys to come and build an actual ramp. And so I was out there every day. So thankfully that really helped. And then my dad kind of helped spearhead a lot of um, projects to get a skate park built in Knoxville. Um, and that got formulated right as I was getting into high school. So at that point I just lived at the skate park basically and would train all the time. Tony Hawk Foundation supported it as well. And I was just going to say,
0: man, so I did a movie with Tony Hawk and uh, back in the day, <laughs> 15 years ago and um, in it like I get to hang out with him a bunch off a set. And I was like, "What do you want to do next?" Because he was, you know, getting older, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, there's even he'll tell you there's limitations where you just you can't, you know, yeah, can't you can skate forever, but you can't skate at a high level and compete and win shit all the yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Well, it's crazy. He just did a 900 at 48, I and then know. the 50 tricks at 50. Like <laughs> that's the cool thing about skating. It's still such a young sport. We're actually learning like how long you can kind of do it for at yeah. a high level. I he, mean, he's still oh, dude. Insane. He's still
0: he's still doing it, but yeah. his big Biggest dream that he said was he was like, Man, I wanna open up skate parks all over the nation. Yeah um and he's doing it i mean yeah it's
2: shit. incredible i mean he helped out a lot and to just give other people the opportunity like in areas like knoxville i mean that was a huge help was getting his support and then he came out and skated it like when i was in high school i got to skate a demo with him there and it was just super cool to see not only is he willing to help put money in there but also go visit those communities and yeah. just show that he's that invested in it
0: he's a great great fucking dude like yeah. across the board and because uh, look you could you could take that type of money that Tony Hawk makes. Mm-hmm. Um, who a Bam Margera who always says, "Dude, if you cup your ear, you can hear Tony Hawk making another million dollars." <laughs> um, and it's he could be fine with that money. Yeah, never fucking help anybody. Never do shit.
2: Yeah, but he he's done the opposite. Where it's right. just like that's the legacy side, man. It's know. you know, it's what you get leaves, but what you give stays forever yeah so that's like the cool thing it's cool you recognize that because there's i mean you can just look at the statistics of other pro athletes that did it all for themselves and then become bankrupt or just so unfulfilled but then you see a guy like tony who's out there pushing it helping i mean he's literally him and i think travis and dave mirror those guys were really the guys that made action sports be able to make a living at it oh yeah to be able to just get that industry cranking and involved like to make action sports happen
1: yeah but now i'm looking at matt hoffman stare at the the bmxers during world games like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah, going yeah. on right now yeah like, this is fucking madness right
2: it's amazing yeah just seeing the way the guys paved it and that they're still involved in it they love so it who
1: were your who were your greats growing up yeah who are your go-tos
2: Uh, Obviously, Tony Hawk was obsessed with the game. The video game's what got me into skating. I didn't even know what a skateboard was until my brother had the game, and he wouldn't let me play it. I saw... I was like, "Holy crap, that looks amazing!" So I remembered he got a board for Christmas, jumped out in the garage, and ripped around on it. and Was instantly hooked. Um, but then, yeah, that's how I got into it. Watched the videos and was like, "This is amazing!" And then Bucky Lassic was another Bucky, absolutely dude, my favorite. Bucky? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we've we've all three hung out together before. Yeah, right, so, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And then um, on the other side of it too, just I always loved watching like guys like K Rob, Kevin Robinson on BMX. I loved all the different action sports. I just thought it was so cool everything about action sports at the time. And then. track Travis, too, when he was crushing it and he was super young, like, in X Games, winning, like, the first freestyle contest at, like, 15. Like, I thought that was really cool, too, just seeing that, like, you can be young and still push it and just send it and make something epic happen.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, I was r Sorry.
2: Okay, yes. Yeah, Chad Muska. Guys. Have you ever met Muska yet? I haven't met Muska Dude, yet. Dude, he just,
1: like, resurfaced recently. Dude, he did. He's and been he's crushing doing, like, it. some media and shit yeah. like that. Like. I want to get a hold of him because yeah. I'd love to I'd love to hang with Muska. What about the old school guys? Like do you... these are the old school guys. No no, 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 but I'm
0: talking like Lords of Dogtown. Do you ever go uh, back to like those guys and so be like, like Steve
1: Caballero or is that and...
0: yeah, yeah. Or, or do you look at that shit now and you're like, man, it's super basic tricks. They you
2: got to honor it, though, because what they were doing at the time Steve was Alba. insane.
1: Fucking Jessica <laughs> Alba's dad. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah,
2: No, like a lot of those guys, um, Pat Noho, he was an original Dogtown guy and skated contests with him all the time. So it's cool to see, like, in Bondi, he was out there. Like, he's still after it and hungry. Like, that's the coolest bit about it. Steve Caballero is super rad, and we're in touch quite a bit. Brian Sumner on the street side, he's super rad as well and kind of on that legend status. And it's just cool to be immersed with those guys, and obviously have the respect for what they've done to help us get here. You know, everyone's kind of like once it comes to those legends or those old school guys, has you know made a footprint in the industry. So you just got to have the honor where honors do.
0: Yeah, and the reason I ask is like because you look back at it, and uh, the, like the biggest question I get about movies is like, hey, do you do you look at like the old school actors like uh, Bogart and those guys? And it's like I, for me personally, I, it, it's a respect thing for sure. Yeah. But I look at it, and it was like it was such a different style, and yeah. like basic movements right. and acting and things like that like the realism isn't there today so yeah. i can't i can't sit and watch one of those movies and yeah. like i'll get killed for it in inner circles of like <laughs> movies where they're like bro really and i'm like y- yeah cuz it's just kind of easy and like cuz i look at the shit you guys are doing now versus would I, you know, the Lords of Dogtown, yeah. like
1: documentary and all that right. stuff, and you're like, yeah, those man, guys are bombing hills and like, right, yeah. 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 It was, yeah, It was like high fives <laughs> yeah. for, yeah. for yeah. doing one eighties and a pipe culvert. Exactly. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing a double fucking backflip, Christ, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing Shift is that <laughs> like you could only achieve on Tony Hawk Two if you had your special meter pegged.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> special meter ski. It's got to be glowing. Get everything rolled up. So <laughs> yeah. that's the, the special
1: meters. There's special. Meter
2: Oh, absolutely. Is it
1: it, every time you land a trick, it's just like amped, 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 and I beg!
2: 100%, man. (laughs) And then then you get to that point where it's just like special meter always on. Those are the great days (laughs) that everything's just in flow and you're in the zone and just Every tray flips just bolts, in your sight. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than a bolty tray biscuit. No, 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 no. That's that shit. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, yeah. 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 you can't
1: ask for anything more. Yeah. You know? Just a, just a solid tray. In this world, yeah. <laughs> in mine,
0: it's sexual positions. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. i get yeah, into What that. are some
1: of the ones? Uh, the continental breakfast, because we're yeah. in a hotel
0: room. So what I like to do is I put my dick and balls on a platter. I knock on a stranger's door, and then I pull up the silver tray, and say, oh, did you order the continental breakfast? <laughs> and if they invite me in, congratulations, that's like me unlocking yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the best trick I could possibly unlock in Tony Hawk. <laughs> if they um, call the police, you know, you If crash. they call the police, I crash, I die. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I've got to start the game over again. <laughs> I've got to re-get dressed, I've got to re-get you know, get eggs around it. Because I go the full. I put a garnish, I put some eggs, some salsa oh, around my it. Dear. Yeah, 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 because I want to sell it, obviously. <laughs> wow. I'm like, hey. Your meal is here. <laughs> also, congratulations. My dick and balls is part of the meal.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's, that's where I go with all of this, where it's just like, all right, cool. Um, it's nice to meet your wife. Do you want to stay? Like, I'm fine with you staying. You can make eye contact. Because, um, you know, obviously once you achieve orgasm and look in another man's eyes at the same time, you live in their soul forever. And that's where I'm at, where it's just like. <laughs> What souls are you living I want to steal souls. Wow. I want to steal souls, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably <laughs> not where you saw this going today, Beaver. No, not but at all. But it's exactly what I saw coming today. <laughs> okay. when, when you said your name was Beaver, and I was okay. like, no, oh,
1: he's one of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, one thing I have noticed, though, is a predominant amount of fucking skaters are assholes. Uh huh. Is not, that true? <laughs> no, I mean, Bucky's super nice. I've only he's met the nice ones. Amazing. I've only met the nice I've ones. I've ran into some that are just <laughs> cunts. No shit. That's the best way to put it.
2: uh, (laughs) I won't call him by name, but it's just the skating industry is very interesting, especially right now. I don't know. It's just like when you got into skating before, it didn't matter what you looked like, how you skated, what you wore. But now with social media and stuff and people hiding behind a screen, it's like, why were you wearing that? You know. And I've had that in certain events. Like I wear a helmet just because I don't know. I could hit a rock and hit my head and not be able to skate, where that's something out of my control, so I just want to take the precaution, yet I've gotten marked down because of that. <laughs> and it's just—I mean, it's unfortunate, it's but also so it's just style. Like, oh, if you wear these pants, wear those shoes. Uh, wear, i think it's the dad hat we're in now. Uh, that makes you a skateboarder. Is that a dad hat? Would you consider that a? I don't think this is a dad hat. I this is snapback. Yeah. So I'm—I'm a, 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 I'm a few years back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still living in 2010 or something. <laughs> so I haven't got my hat. I missed the bucket hat phase as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter what you wear, how you dress. Yeah. Like, it's just what do you like to do? Go do it and be awesome at it.
1: Yeah, and if you, if best tricks win, right? That's like, that's, yeah, and that's, exactly. That's why I, I think all these sports need to take notice to the freestyle moto industry because yeah. they're the only ones that are genuinely happy for each other. Yeah, when they do something right, and it's like, oh fuck, you just, you yeah. just did a double backflip three sixty. Right, that is awesome. It's insane. And all of Everyone's them psyched. That. Yeah, not. not Oh fuck that guy! Yeah, I was gonna do that.
2: Yeah, like, it's I it's mean, in. But also, I think on their side, they un like. I mean, skating. It's like you might tweak an ankle, tweak a knee, like we're dealing with right now. But like moto, if you if it goes wrong, there is that big potential that you could. Do you know Danny? Be way? done, and so that's where I think like that's the reverence side of like why everyone's so psyched is they know the danger level. Yeah. Um, I I've met Danny a couple times. You like him. Uh, he seemed nice from my.
1: I heard he fucking acted like a spoiled little bitch. Fit when uh, Trevor Jacobs did the f- double backflip.
2: Um, I wouldn't know on that <laughs> one. So I don't want to say anything bad about <laughs> yeah, anybody. Exactly. But, yeah, that was just him just to th- throw people under <laughs> the bus. <laughs> hey, uh, no, not, Give not a, on
1: a, his accord. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, trying to get a, a second opinion. Is okay. that the blue iron bus from you're throwing people? him under? Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> so, but that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like. I, you know i guess he was prepping to do it and with like a big giant ramp and all this shit and trevor had no clue and he just threw one at woodward mm-hmm. and, and the, he fucking has a meltdown about it yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like why eh. yeah like, <laughs> surfers in my in my experience yeah. surfers are cocksuckers oh, well they're very I, terito- out,
2: yeah.
0: territorial
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. i've li- I lived in la for like 17 or 18 years in the first you, you know, you always go out to Malibu and all that shit, and then you, mm-hmm. you know, you see him. And you're like, oh god, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's a mess.
2: I haven't gotten the surfing world. I've always wanted to. I'm actually super inspired by Laird Hamilton, though. I mean, that dude is just dude incredible. And just, did you ever watch his docs and all shit? the time? It's yeah. fucking gnarly. Insane. Where you're like, he's uh, uh,
0: who's that motivational speaker? Uh, uh, Tony Robbins. Yeah, he's like the Tony Robbins of like yeah. action sports. Weird. He's just so. Cool. And when he talks to people, yeah. It's it, he is looking right into their oh yeah, their hearts and minds where yeah. you're just like, Jesus, man, like I believe in Laird. Um, <laughs> and the fact that he married uh who was it, Reese the Gabby, the, Reese, Gabby yeah, Reese, yeah. Gabby Reese, The professional volleyball the two of them together, oh, if yeah. their children aren't the greatest athletes ever created (laughs) i have no hope for humanity whatsoever (laughs) and if you're asking me like hey man the world's gonna blow up and you've got to start over with two people like an adam and eve style (laughs) sitch to to recreate the human race i'm going those two Mm -hmm. i'm not even saying me and my own wife (laughs) i'm like i'll I'll sacrifice us for the good of the world yeah Those are the two that should be recreating humans. Yeah.
2: No, their mindset is so inspiring. I was watching an interview with him the other day, and he was talking about, like, his close calls. He's like, yeah, I thought that was it. Thought that was it. Uh, Lost at sea. Thought that was it. I'm just like, man. Like, I had to, like, check myself. I'm like, have I even lived if, like, this (laughs) dude's experienced, like, 20-plus times of almost dying? And, like, it's just so inspiring. And just seeing, like, his mindset on health and fitness and all that stuff, too. Like, it's really just powerful. And If we're going server, I'm
1: going Jamie O'Brien. Okay. I,
2: there you go. Look, everybody will say yeah. Kelly
0: Slater. I met him a few times in LA, and it was just eh. mm-hmm. another.
1: That was another one that another like human generally that everybody, like, yeah. everybody I've ever heard mention his name. They're like he's a he's a dick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're somebody else super famous, like he just it, it's just a meh from him. Yeah. Uh, and he'll steal your well, gr- even from to. surf people. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's on a uh planet. Different, that are like, uh-uh. different <laughs> planet. Whereas Laird, like I remember watching this, uh, uh, they, the iconoclast on. Um, Fuck, I think it was the Sundance channel. So mm-hmm. they pair up somebody with like one of their close friends who didn't know they were close friends. Yeah. So it was Laird Hamilton and Eddie Vetter. <laughs> and of course they're fucking bros, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, of course. So Eddie was like, Hey man, once you come to a show, you know, we, we're playing down and whatever. And Laird's like, oh, cool, I'll be there. Laird shows up drenched in sweat. And Eddie's just like, Yo, where what happened to you? And he's just like, Oh man, I I rode down, rode my bike down 146 miles to get here. <laughs> he's like, Bicycle. Yeah. He's like, Why? And he goes, now nah, I wanted to earn it, you know. I wanted to earn what I was about to see on stage <laughs> Oh
2: my gosh, that is so and I think epic! I used the
0: shower in the green room, got ready, and watched Eddie from the side of the stage. And I was like,
1: Jesus Christ, you really are the greatest
0: what human a ever legend. created! Yeah. I know the
2: best. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. But wasn't there this thing for a while, especially with in the skate community, like who almost could be the bigger? I don't give a fuck, dude. Like where guys were leaving x games and contests that podiumed and they wouldn't even stay to get the trophy or the medal like (laughs) like yeah man that's how much i don't give a fuck yeah there was
2: that there's that time and it's still kind of there the more you look like you don't care the cooler you are in skating and that was another thing that i have an issue with is like if i land a trick i'm psyched on it i get pumped it's just who i am and how i react so you know if i do something that pushes myself out of my comfort zone and it works out i'm gonna you know do a fist pump or be like whoa enjoy that
1: moment it's the opposite thinking like that though that they they don't realize that kills their sport because them walking out yeah. affects the the production right. of of what's going on, which then yeah. kicks street like the next year they go hey you know what these guys these guys all did this last year we're not even gonna we're not even gonna televise street yeah. which then affects sponsors that are mm-hmm. coming in affects all their money it's like okay yeah you want to act like this but you're killing your sport right because yeah. of you being it's a like, shitty yeah. sportsman
2: and then there's thousands of people around you like. Just give it to them and give it to yourself to enjoy that moment, to connect with those people on a level of just seeing something epic happen. Yeah, you know, it's give them a high five, hang out and just show a little bit of passion and enthusiasm. You know, it's a show. Everything we're doing is for entertainment at the end of the day. And so it's like all
0: of that entertainment uh, that is televised is simply to serve the advertisers. Like, yeah. Television wouldn't exist if, if people weren't paying for commercials. So, yeah. like, everybody's got to get that in their mind of, like, hey, man, yeah. you got to stick around and grab that plastic. Right. Uh, uh, and otherwise,
2: smile and be grateful. And- yeah, well, it's yeah. going to make you richer fans. in the long run. Right. And the other thing that's kind of crazy is, like, all the skaters hating that there is a such thing as X Games or that skateboarding is in the Olympics now. But the thing is, that shouldn't stop you from going out and riding your skateboard in the street. I've had people no, message they, me what, what literally. What fucked yeah. up
1: about on that. Is they don't realize that that is what makes a skateboard sixty five dollars, yeah, and yeah. Not fucking four hundred dollars, like, yeah. And every time, like, and I mean, look at the death of skate shops in the last, yeah, you know, eight years. Like yeah. it's it's hard to find a dedicated skate shop in your in your town. Sumi's yeah. completely wiped out, pretty much all of their skate stuff. So it's like it's because of attitudes like that yeah. that it took this all away, and it's no longer easily attainable.
2: Yeah. No, it's crazy. I literally had a message from a guy that told me, um, because I just recently signed with Yokohama Tire, and he was like, why would you even do that? You're not a skateboarder. That doesn't make you a skateboarder. I like, had all these messages. You're not a skateboarder. And I'm like, I ride my skateboard. That makes me a skateboarder at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, he's like, yeah, guys like you make me not want to skate. And I'm like, it should not have an effect on you if you go out and ride your board in the street or not, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like kind of a bummer to see that. But it's like, it's cop out. if you want to have that mentality of it, go skate and do your own thing. I'm going to skate and do my own thing. And if I can make a living out of it, and if companies like that are going to put money into action sports, I'm all about it.
1: Yeah. And Dude, but bringing a tire company into skateboarding, you're bridging. You you just made a new sponsor. Yeah, because exactly. Because what if they grab two more skaters? Yeah, that's two more people. Put a skate these event people on. Are fucking yeah, stupid.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a mentality I just don't understand, but.
0: Uh, so let's, let's. I tell you what. Let's let's get to the coolest moments in your career. Okay. What's the dopest shit you uh, you ever landed or or
2: won that you were just like, man, that's the that's the highest in my career, and now I'm trying to top that. Um, probably last year at Nitro World Games, we did a Quirk 720 Christair. Uh, that was pretty incredible because that was a trick I I don't even know if I'd really thought about it but worked on it in the foam pit and it just seemed to work out so that was that was pretty incredible and be able to land it on that stage you know I took a lot of trips out to when they had the ramp set up in Paris months before to practice it and to pull it down at that point was pretty amazing
0: that's fucking awesome yeah what about x games where are you at there
2: yeah so last year I was an alternate um and uh just wasn't able to compete but this year I got the uh, alternate invite. I had an injury, uh, toward my ACL, so I'm dealing with that right now. I'm still going to go out to Minneapolis. We'll see where I'm at. I've been on my board a little bit, actually cruised around the other day, and it's feeling good. Ironically, the bigger ramps are the safest thing I can do. The little torquing and twisty movements are terrible for my knee, but like the big slides and stuff shouldn't be too bad. What are they waiting bad. for with
1: this alternate stuff? You're better than half the main competitors.
2: I really appreciate that. <laughs> it's it's is, is
1: it simply injury. Or?
2: Um, they said this year they just basically completely canceled me out, but I like gave them a call. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be there. And so I've been working with some pretty incredible teams to get there. Um, not sure if you're familiar with Bulletproof Labs or Upgrade Labs, but they have all this next level biohacking technology. And yeah. I didn't take any of the pain pills because the body, if it knows there's pain, it knows to go and heal that area. So I was like, told the doc, no nerve block, like, let's just deal with two days of pain for... You know, knock three months off recovery time Were you getting the infusions.
0: Um, cause I know like Kobe and those guys w- when they had problems with their knees, were getting, uh, the cortisone, y- I, no, it's or an inf- stem cells. Yeah. It's a weird, okay. Yeah, a I didn't cell.
2: do the stem cells. They gotcha. didn't want to do that right after the surgery. They said like about this point, if they thought they'd need to, uh, they could do that. But, um, I, th- I mean, we're feeling pretty strong right now. I'm able to do, I've been road biking like 60 miles a day, been doing different strength training, getting everything, just making sure my whole body's ready to go. And then mentally training, meditating on what i want to achieve as well so what was how
0: how long ago was the injury
2: it was right before the first nitro show in australia the day before so it was uh in early march and then i had the surgery in april
0: ah shit you're still close
2: yeah i'm about three or it'll be three months post-op here in a few days
0: most of those nfl guys i i I know a lot of the nfl it's it's about eight months for that they tell you that normally it's six to eight months Yeah.
2: yeah um but that's also because they they're like really, you know, torquing, cutting, all that stuff. But with skating, you know, the bigger ramps are safer because, I mean, you don't even run at all. So as long as I can keep it smooth and make sure the strength and stability is there, we'll be good to go.
0: And you have, I mean, some crazy scars on your arm. Yeah. Uh, Like, you were were you attacked by live pumas as a child?
2: That would have been pretty (laughs) epic. But, uh, no, basically, I was thinking too far ahead, ran out of talent in a skate contest, and thinking two tricks ahead, basically stiff-armed a wall uh, on the next... Corner of a bowl, and just my arm, my brother said, looked like an S, and it just got destroyed. So they had to repair all that. Because I see one on the front and the back. Yeah, Is they, same, same injury. Same injury. Yeah, they Shit. had to put metal on God. both ends. Yeah. yeah. Did a great job. I, I do good when I do it. Like when I tore my knee, you know, I did MCL, fully destroyed my ACL, then ripped my meniscus, like root tear. So out of both sides of the bone, it ripped. So, man. Yeah. You went the full. You yeah. know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. <laughs> so
1: you're also involved in kind of a new. Uh, a new sport that they're coming out with, huh? new sport. Well, well, a new form of skating. This, what are they calling it? Skater cross. Skater cross. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that. What is that?
2: Uh, basically, it's like skateboard racing. They have like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like a, I guess if you made a moto track to like a BMX style to skate style, it would be kind of similar to that. It's like got jumps, berms, a little whoop section. It's, it's, it's pretty it's like epic. It's Border cross. Yeah, like border cross, cross for yeah skating but for skateboards. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. How old are you right now? I'm 24. Oh, so you got time to, yeah. to do all this shit, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. Yeah. Because if this happened in your, in your totally mid-30s... Tony's
2: still going at 50. Yeah, that's, yeah, dude, that's the totally. most inspiring thing. Yeah. I, isn't seeing it? Seeing those guys. And seeing Bucky, who just won a big a contest and he's in his 40s, he won Vert Attack this year. And it's just like, dude, and, like, and by the way, awesome. hanging yeah. with
0: Bucky, and if, if you're talking to him about competition, he's still so fucking intense about it's insane, it. insane. Yeah. I mean, it is intense. Like, I mean,. We were at, we were at that party in Denver together, and uh, I was talking about it, just in it, kind of a casual conversation. You can really find out about people's right mental strength on that, and he was just like, "No, man, I, I like." He goes, "I'm I'm convinced today. I could wake up tomorrow." pound out a trick and beat anybody in a competition tomorrow if yeah. we were all in the same thing and i was like oh shit yeah damn bucky still got it like that yeah. like that's and he not, was yeah we were in a casual conversation right. at a bar and i was like oh damn yeah like that's dope
2: no he's a champ man and it's been cool hanging with him especially because looking up to him for so long but it's like that whole mentality side of it is the biggest key you know you it are is, your own yeah. worst enemy or you know best asset and so you got to just get into that place where you truly believe in yourself enough to like I got this, and make sure that mind is just focused on it.
0: Man, you have a lot of positive mind, like a huge positive <laughs> mindset
1: at 24. At 24, I was given zero fucks. I That's was what like, I mean. This is why he's the anomaly skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't they're all fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Except Beaver over here was you like, were, I, I love this. Just I love park. Yeah, I like love the everything. Most positive you human know, I love on the, the planet. Red <laughs> fucking shoes, man. This park sucks. Yeah. Like, oh, God.
0: At 24, like, <laughs> I was pissed off if, you know, all the plaids were sold out at Abercrombie, <laughs> you know? I was like, man, I mean, fuck you, Abercrombie. <laughs> yeah. Like, where's that Woods cologne, dude? Don't tell me it's on back order. Like, you were talking about positive shit like
2: (laughs) yeah i think it just kind of comes from just recognizing like not having the greatest skate parks when i was a kid when i got to one it was just such an it felt like just a massive blessing so it's like to see kids that might have grown up in an area like san diego where there's i mean you could pick 20 parks within two miles realistically or private ramps and it's like you just kind of get overwhelmed with all this stuff that you get really picky in particular but I mean I'm just grateful to skate like a little flat bar you know like whatever it is I'm gonna have a good time on it and also just try and maximize I think I'm very fortunate and I've recognized just like how incredible like just living is like each breath if you're honest with yourself it's pretty epic at the end yeah. of the day And so Just recognizing that And figuring out that life You can really make something Epic out of it And I just want to encourage And pass that on to others As much as I can Like that's my whole goal You think that We should see a
1: grind too In the near future
2: Dude grind was epic <laughs> That movie was so good <laughs> Oh man But people are hating Are ha- you a huge yeah. fan of grind? Oh I love. I love it. grind yeah. Get the fuck up dude yeah. So I auditioned for grind Are you no serious? No I did
0: And my best friend got it um, Really? Joey Kern uh, <laughs> He, he kind of looks like McConaughey
2: Okay. He's the, I know who you're b- talking
0: about.
1: He's the blonde. a long Yeah, the the uh the other dude on the team. Yeah, yeah. So I dude, I,
0: Super
2: I, Duper Skates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Super yeah. Duper.
0: Uh, and it, very McConaughey vibe to him, you know. Okay. Um, and uh yeah, man, fuck. He I've done I don't know, 3 or 4 movies with Kern. Yeah. He was in uh, Super Troopers. Yeah. He can't pull over anymore. Yeah. He can't pull over. <laughs> um yeah, but I Grind didn't do well when no. it came out. It only made a, a couple well, that's, million, dollars. you know,
1: because the the the, the nine skaters in the country were the ones that bought it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do, but I think that movie was too far ahead of its time. Oh, uh, way right? ahead of That's its time. Why well, the thing, we need to bring yeah. it back.
2: And the thing, like, I mean, we found it in Tennessee, like, me and all my middle school buddies, because, like, our parents didn't want us watching, like, the raw skate videos. So they're like, oh, this is a movie. It's, I think, PG or pg thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, you guys can watch that. And so, like, but that, that was, was our skate video. Dude, that yeah, was a, that
1: was yeah. another thing. Now that you're bringing it up, you know, when you would bring home a, a brand skate video and it's nothing but. You know, you got the pissed drunks fucking puking all over each other and drinking and cursing. You're 14 years old and your parents are like, "Take that out right now." Yeah, yeah. So it's like again, like they're back to hurting right. their own sport by creating new fans because they can't produce for the fan base that they need. to. What about right. cleaning
0: the cube? Oh, that's did you ever a, get down?
1: I on never that saw ass, that Christian one. Slater. No, but I remember. Oh, yeah. And I Jason, about uh, it, yeah. Jason, the gleaming uh, the
0: cube was the first. Like Christian Slater was massive in the '80s, and okay, it that—that yeah. that was a big skate movie at the time. But uh, yeah, let me ask you this: What's your opinion on like Sean White flip-flopping into a skateboard and out of it?
2: Uh, I think it's epic. I mean, he's very inspiring. What he does is just incredible. I mean, three Olympics and missing that one in Sochi is just to come back after that and be able to win a gold and just continue just that persistence and determination. He posted a video the other day saying, like, he's going to start doing skate contests this year to see where he is. That's why Um, I asked. So I I follow
0: him on Instagram. And like, yeah. All of his shit at, right after the Olympics was over. Yeah. It looked like he took a vacation and yeah. then he came back. Oh, he back was skating. At, uh, yeah. Skating hardcore. Yeah. And, like they were shooting all of it and posting yeah. it on Instagram. So I thought to myself, I was like, man, I wonder if he's going to give it another go because before he took off for yeah. snowboarding, he was winning.
2: Oh, he was X winning the X Games Vert. Yeah, yeah. That's the crazy thing though is like park is in the Olympics, park and street and he was a vert skater he i mean he skated park but not competitively so it's going to be interesting to see him make that transition but watching his videos he's been crushing it it's going to be cool to see him out there and skating again for sure and on a competition level is vert going to be in the olympics uh, not for 2020. Not for 2020. It's just okay. Park and Street. Yeah. Shit. So he, yeah. he might miss really? out on park
0: it.
1: Park
2: and Street. Park and Street. Yeah. so odd to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have thought well, Vert. The reason for Vert was because they have to have 20 of each. And at the time that the decision was made, there weren't 20 females skating Vert at the time. Oh, wow. oh so But now. The, the, the females like, fucked yeah. it up. Well. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> It's crazy. A year later, there's, I mean, like, I'm, I work with a couple different groups that, like, empower girls skating, like this Skate Rising. They're on a tour right now, but they get, like, you know 130 that kids, girl? girls skating at Encinitas Community Park every Saturday. It's oh, really? Crazy, wow. yeah. Wow. You
1: ever seen that little Japanese girl, like, that's eight or nine? I think I've seen footage it's of her shredding.
2: on, yeah. Insane. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you're now that everything's connected around the world, at least you have videos on YouTube yeah. that can inspire you in some other weird country where you're
1: just like, all right, cool. Well, that was my yeah. favorite person, portion of Action Figures, too, was Travis put in that kid from the U.K. That oh, was that was amazing. Sending a backflip. Just getting show you this because yeah. you haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't seen it. Yet, it's yeah. this kid that's probably, what, <laughs> seven, eight, trying to do a backflip on a
2: BMX bike. Oh, just boy. oh it was so good getting water but getting back up yeah, and then like pulled it like yeah shit
1: too every time but then doing it again
2: <laughs> belly flopping on the dirt yeah
0: so let me ask you Great. this dream world yeah how, how long do you skate for and what do you want to transition into do you hope to become a brand like a tony hawk
2: um yeah absolutely um i hope to continue to skate as long as i can i mean that's the goal even if i'm just cruising around doing whatever like be able to be in a physical condition to where I can do that longer into my life, you know? And then also I do a lot of public speaking as well. So like different youth groups or schools and stuff like that, we did some anti-bullying stuff last year and that was really cool too. And then I actually just kind of wrote a little resource I'm working on to just for when I go to those schools or do those things to have the kids, all right, this guy came and spoke, it was epic, but what's next? And just give them a little kind of breakdown of what I've used in my life to implement, to get me to where I'm at and just kind of give that back.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And, and the other question I have is like when you come up and start to make money mm-hmm. in skateboarding, is there a mentor that steps in and says, hey, man, you need to invest your money? Because like you, you take the NFL or or the NBA, they now have a mentorship program where it's just like, hey, guys, let's not be blowing this on cars and houses. Here's how to smartly invest your money. And do things like that is, is there people
2: um i think for certain guys have gone that road i'm sure tony's had some guys that kind of helped him i think sheckler's had some guys that kind of helped yeah, him yeah, yeah. be smart with his money um but for me i it's kind of been on my own and just like with my dad's wisdom on finances and then just other guys that i look to it's kind of been me seeking guys that are successful and asking you, them good kinda, parents i have great parents okay, good. super blessed good. on that end yeah it's pretty incredible all right yeah that's awesome
0: Yeah, because you always wonder, like, hey, man, what are they going to do with their first check? And, like, I've seen it with friends of mine where it's just like, oh, that's a horrible decision. Right, (laughs) yeah. You know, they're still living in a one-bedroom in Van Nuys. You know, wondering what happened to yesteryear, and you're just like, bro, you had
2: the money. You could have done all this cool shit,
0: but you didn't invest it.
2: Yeah, the, the hard thing for those guys, too, is they get stuck in that thinking, what if, what the heck did I do, and living in that regret rather than, all right, I made some mistakes. Let's leave that behind and look forward and move ahead. What can I learn from those dumb decisions and actually figure out what not to do this time and use it on the other end? We get so good at beating ourselves up, but even when we do something good, we don't feel like we should like celebrate that. But I think it's, I mean, if we start celebrating our wins, we'll see more of them. How, did, how are you only 24 years old? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, I feel like you should
0: mentor me, and I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man. Like, I'm not this positive. Like, I wish I woke up and looked at myself and said, hey, Russ, how do you get better at yourself today? I didn't. Yeah. I went down and bet on a, a, a Russian soccer game. I don't even know who the fuck's going to win that. <laughs> I have $100 on Russia in a World Cup game right God, now. I don't know anything about it. You are pathetic. I know terrible i looked i looked over my nightstand there was three empty zimas uh, uh two crusts from some weird fucking pizza place and then i bet on a russian soccer game and came up here with, with a, a a double shot can of energy like what am i doing with my life uh I'm, this is why i love doing this podcast because we the best get to meet people you, like you know, this and it's like all the right best cool you. The, best <laughs> the best you as a you. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just put on that Foo Fighters song at the end of this Is <laughs> someone giving the best The best, The, best, the best. <laughs> um, Now is the point in the show We have this thing called the Drinking Bro of the Week Okay. Uh, and the Drinking Bro of the Week is somebody that inspired you or, or is the biggest inspiration in your life Or maybe career uh, That helped you get to this point uh, Today in your life So who would you like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to?
2: I'll probably have to give it to my dad just for always continuing supporting me, you know, like even at the times when like even his friends would be like, why are you letting Beaver skate? Why are you taking me to these skate competitions in other like states? Like you guys are doing all this for what? And, you know, he just was willing to support me that much. And so I just got to give it up for him. And I mean, he's out here to help, you know, just support for Travis doing his jump. So it's cool to see him come full circle on that. You know, he came on my first Nitro tour with me, been at all these big events. So it's cool that seeing that come back around after so much he's given to me for that
0: that's awesome how do you think travis is gonna do on sunday
2: um i think he's got it i'm I'm a little i'm a little nervous i don't know yeah i mean i mean he's obviously incredible on the dirt bike i know he rides the other motorcycles on the street but i haven't seen him really jump it so who knows it's gonna be it's gonna be (laughs) epic either way but i mean i'm sure he'll be able to figure it out he's got that just make it happen yeah that guy's
0: got that extra gear yeah it's just like I know he'll do it, but I'm still nervous about it where I'm like, shit, I don't even want to think about this right now. Right. Um, Well, dude, Beaver, it was fucking awesome having you on the show. Uh, Super inspiring guy. Great. Tell tell everybody where they can find you online.
2: Uh, Yeah. Um, Just at Beaver Fleming on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. That's usually where I'm hanging out the most. Facebook, Beaver Fleming, and then traveling with Nitro. Do what? Not allowed to call him Beaver. No, you might get in trouble sent to the teacher's office. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Do, do, you, do you post videos on YouTube or anything? Do you have oh, your yeah. own YouTube channel?
2: Yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. Same thing, Beaver Fleming. So just cranking away. Got a lot of ACL recovery updates on that right now. But we'll be getting back full throttle into the skating here soon. That's great. Hell yep. yeah. Thank yeah. you for being
0: here. Yeah, man. I, we really appreciate it. This
1: is super inspiring.
2: Thank you. Oh, stoked and honored no, to be I'll, here. You
0: know, you'll have to start texting him every week. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Every
1: time I need, you know, the...
0: You don't want me texting you. It's going <laughs> to be like 58 variations of dick pics where it's just like, <laughs> oh, hey, cool. Like, check it out. You know, now it's inside an Aquafina bottle. How did he fit it in there? Um, I'm uh, I'm the last guy you want to be texting with. Uh, Beaver, thanks for being on the show. Please go and check him out on on all the social media uh, outlets for Beaver Fleming and follow his page on YouTube. For Jared Taylor, Beaver Fleming, I am Ross Patterson. We're the Drink It Bros. Good night, everyone.